podcast friends. My name is David Lee and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking and starting your own business together. Let's go. Alrighty, friends, what is going on? We are back. Brand new podcast episode. Uh, I think I just need to be closer to my microphone. I forgot how uh, the distance works with these. Um, I forgot the category of microphone. I like these podcast type microphones, right? Where you literally have to be, your lips need to be like like an inch or half an inch away from the microphone. Because, uh, yeah, I don't want to bring the gain up too much on the, on the on the mixer. Anyways, today we are talking about the ROI on equipment or the return on investment on your equipment, right? Uh, so what can we define as the uh, return on investment, right? That is basically the mm, financial return that you will be making on a piece of equipment that you own, right? Or that you have to purchase. So let's just say you have a camera, right? So you have a um, whatever, a Canon C300 Mark III, pretty new, right? Or like the newest version of the C300. Um, C300 is, I don't know, like 10 grand or 12 grand, something like that. Just the camera itself and whatever it comes with, like a battery, right? Uh, so what would be the ROI for your Canon C300, right? Um, there's, you know, two or three ways to approach it. My philosophy when it comes to larger purchases like that, anything over like $5,000, right? Uh, I, for number one, if I am going to be putting it on like credit or taking a loan out for it, I definitely would want to um, uh, like intentionally be able to pay off that loan uh, or pay off that credit within 12 months, right? Guys, this is really like poppy though. God damn it. Okay, so within like 12 months, one year's time, right? Otherwise, the amount of time that you think about it, uh, the amount of time that you'll be that you'll be um, paying interest on it, say if you don't pay off in 12 months, say you pay it off over like you know three three years. Or something like that, right? Like a car payment is usually five years now, four four years if if you put a lot uh, on your down payment. But let's just say you know you pay off for three years, right? So that you know initially ten thousand um, dollars that the camera would have cost, right? You you're probably spending maybe like sixteen, seventeen thousand over the course of like uh, two, three years, right? And let's just say in that you know span of two, three years, you've been able to um, Pay off your uh, pay off your camera, right? So you're okay paying the extra seven thousand dollars for the camera, right? There's there's that version of it. The other version of it is being able to pay it off um, sooner, right? Because the sooner you pay it off, the less interest you'll you'll be paying later on, right? And and again, so if anything is like over five thousand dollars, that's usually where I start from. Where I'm like, okay, if anything like let's just say it's a like a small HD Cine eighteen, right? Those are like six thousand dollars, right? Uh, you want to be able to pay, be able to pay that off within 12 months, because again, otherwise, like the interest starts to add up, and you end up paying more money for an item that really isn't um, worth an extra, you know, two, three thousand dollars, right? It's just, an, it's just a way for you to be able to get it. Uh, maybe it makes your life easier. It makes your workflow a lot more simpler and more efficient, right? So those are always great reasons to take out a loan on a piece of equipment or to put it on credit. Uh, but again, that that return on investment comes into play, right? So within 12 months, say you pay off your uh, Canon C300 Mark III, right? And so you're good, right? Paid it off, loan's good, um, loan's closed, and, 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 you're good, and you're good to go, right? Now, after that one-year mark, 
now you start to be able to make money off of your Canon C300, right? That could be your camera rentals. That could be you renting out your camera to other productions or, um, you know, if someone, uh, someone in your network says, oh man, I'm shooting a three camera shoot. I need another C300 Mark, uh, Mark three. Hey, I got one. Here's my, my rental rate for the day and all that kind of stuff. I can get you a COI and, and all that good stuff, right? So your equipment, especially like your high ticket items, usually that's your lenses, your cameras, uh, lights. It depends on what light it is. Um, uh, if you have specialty gear, uh, like a easy rig, um, a, a, a car mount system could even be like a simple thing, like, like the Tilta Hydra or you have like the, like the move max arm or whatever it is, right? Maybe you have like, like an actual professional, um, black arm system and with like a movie attached to it or Ronin two attached to it. And you add all that stuff to your, um, to the rental package, right? So all these things should be making you, uh, money throughout the year, right? Uh, again, like your small items aren't going to be making you a lot of money. Like your, I don't know, like, you know, your microphone, right? Like your shotgun microphone or whatever, whatever it is, right? It, it's something that is less than a thousand dollars. It's probably not going to make you much money, especially depending on the market you're in. If you're in like the LA area or the New York area, like share grid is so saturated. Like you can find like, yeah, I think the other day I was like, I was talking to, um, a new rental house I am in contact with. I've already, rent, I've already rented two things from them. They're great. They're, they're close. They're so fucking close to me compared to everyone else on share grid. That's like 20, 20 some miles away. I, I forgot, forgive me about the popping of this damn microphone, but, um, you know, they're like 20 miles away, right? Because most of the production, like 90% of it is in Los Angeles or the greater Los Angeles area. And I am, you know, about like 25 miles away from the greater Los Angeles area. So it doesn't make sense for other people on the outskirts to have like small rental places. I I only have like one thing on share grid, which is my Tilta Hydra alien. And that thing is, I think it's paid off already. I, I remember we, we, uh, we paid it off in cash. So it's already paid off, but yeah, like be basically the rentals that we've had in the last couple months since we've owned it. I think maybe we've owned it for about a year now. Um, it's basically paid itself off. Right. Oh, which is great. But anyways, uh, yeah, I don't have anything else in sugar because everything else that you would typically want in sugar is like, is in that area. Right. So no one's going to be reaching out to someone who's like 25 miles away because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make logistical sense. It doesn't make financial sense. Right. Um, so that being said, take a look at the market room. Maybe you're in a smaller uh, city or a smaller county and maybe there's only like two or three actual rental houses. Right. So you can be that fourth person um, that, that, you know, not, not necessarily undercuts the rental houses, but just another option. Right. But again, it's one of those things where it's like, you can go on share grid LA, share grid Los Angeles. You can look up an Alexa mini, like a full Alexa mini package. I'm talking about like the, uh, the B box goal mount. Um, I'm talking about the, uh, like an a box for audio. Um, the camera package will come with like, you know, the LPF mount or the LPL mount. Um, as well as like, you know, four, usually four to five batteries, like gold batteries, uh, a full Teradek 4k transmitter receiver system, uh, like a small HD monitor, like a Cine seven, uh, or a 703, um, like all that for like less than 400 bucks a day, which is like fucking ridiculous. Right. Although that camera is very old now, let's be honest. The camera came out like what? 2000, I don't know, like seven, 2000. That camera came out like 2018 at least, right? Something like that. So it, it technically is a very old camera um, that actually should, the rental, I feel like the rental should be a little bit higher than like, you know, sub sub 300. 
But it's just one of those things where everyone has a fucking Alexa Mini or everyone has a Red Monster. Everyone has a Red Gemini. Everyone has a V-Raptor, right? So um, you have to look into like, if I'm going to buy, say, a V-Raptor, you know, 25K or 28K, whatever it is, right? Um, am I going to be able to pay this thing off within a year? If not, I'm basically just like giving the bank free money, right? And I'm not making any money off of it, okay? Now, say you pay off that 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 loan, or that credit, right? 28K, we're talking about the V-Raptor, right? I, I don't know how much exactly it costs. It's like 20, it's like 25 bucks, $2,500, $2,500. Oh my God, I can't, I can't think. It's like $25,000, right? The base without any batteries or any kind of media, any any of that shit, okay? Say you pay, off, say you pay it off within a year and you are uh, renting that camera package out for a couple a couple hundred bucks, right? You would literally be need, you would literally need to be renting that thing out practically every day um, in regards to, to still trying to pay it off, okay? So I, I'm, I know I'm, I'm sorry, I apologize. I'm, I'm flipping things around, right? Um, so I say you're, you're trying to pay it off with a knee, right? You would literally need, need to be renting that thing out practically almost every day, if not at least weekly, right? To be able to, one, get close to paying that um, camera package off, right? And then now you're in the following year, right? You're in year two where you can start making money off of that camera, right? That is your, your return on investment. Okay. Uh, I will say if you're looking for, for a a higher ROI on equipment, lenses would be the best thing to go with, um, as well as particular lighting fixtures, right? Um, if this was like two years ago, I would say, yeah, like a Sarah Titan tubes would definitely still be up there. But right now, like Titan tubes are, I feel like they're kind of waning down because now there are other options, you know? Uh, that aren't necessarily, not, aren't necessarily as good as like time tubes, but still there are other options now where it's like, oh, hey, we don't necessarily, you know, need time tubes, but I can, we can get like infinity bars or we can get the new Amaranth, the new Amram pixel tubes or the Nanlite stuff. That's good enough. Right. Um, uh, I will say that there, there still is a, a pretty big difference between like the time tubes and, and the other stuff. I do own the new infinity bars, um, the PB threes, and I still use, and rent tiny tubes out because tiny tubes are they're really handy you know they're really really handy uh now that being said right it's like you know um if you're planning to buy uh like a, a used c200 you're not gonna really get like much of an roi on that um, because one that camera's old and then two most people aren't probably you know most productions aren't looking for a c200 as like a b cam or a c cam or even like an a camera you know they'd rather have like a C300, C500, um, and then like a C70 as a B cam because it's just smaller and does almost the same stuff, right? Or actually more stuff than a C200, right? Um, lenses, lenses always hold their value really, really, really well. Even like old fucking vintage lenses hold their value really well, right? Especially if they're CD modded and you have a set of them, like a, like a, I don't know, like a, like a set, like an 18, a 21, a 28, a 35, a 50, and like a 85 or something like that, right? If you have like a set of vintage lenses, they hold their value really well, so you can get them on um, your your rental um, website or or ShareGrid, whatever you know, whatever market you you choose to participate in, right? Cameras really don't hold their value well. Uh, uh, I would say probably within the first like three three to four years of that camera being released, right? So not you buying the camera, that camera being released. The first three to four years is usually when you're going to see your maximum ROI. And after that, it's like a new camera is basically on the horizon or it's announced, right? And then also by that time, a lot of rental houses, production companies, owner operators have that camera. 
So it's like, I mean, everybody's competing of like, oh, hey, well, I can give you this. And also the price is, is the same as this other dude or whatever it is, right? So uh, I would not be looking at cameras as necessarily a like high ROI item. Again, in those first three to four years, yes. Um, and for instance, like I would say for me, my, my Red Komodo, uh, this year it's been like, it's almost been 50, 50 on, on my shoots. It's either been, um, 50% of the time they asked for the Komodo 50% of the time it's the FX nine. Uh, last year, I would say I only used the Komodo like a handful of times. Uh, and I bought the Komodo like October, I think of 2021. Right. So that first year of owning it, not much action with it. Uh, that second year of owning it, so I'm talking about like you know end of 2022 to now. Um, ROI has been ROI has been pretty good, you know, as far as getting the the camera package out. Um, my FX9 that I bought in like middle of 2020, I think June or May of 2021. Uh, definitely that has that has received a, a really good ROI. Oh shit! Hold on a second. Alrighty, um, train of thought was, oh yeah, FX9, right? That has definitely brought me um, a ton of value and still continues to bring me value, right? So that camera was, was released, I think like, oh gosh dang, do I have to Wikipedia this thing? Sony FX9 release date was uh, 2019, right? So you're talking about like, um, for a four practically a four year old camera um because right now this is we're still like the end of august right now so next month would be like the four year anniversary i guess of, of the fx9 right so um you know I, I don't think i fully tapped out the fx9 just because it was the 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 pre the successor to the f to the fs7 right um but i, I would say probably by you know Next year, the FX9 would, I would assume to be tapped out because uh, I feel like Sony is going to release the new version of the FX9, the Mark II. Also, the FX6 is a very, very, very popular camera. Um, I feel like a lot of productions take that over the FX9. It depends on what the production is, but I would say like, you know, most productions would be happy with a uh, with an FX6 as like the A camera, right? Um, so again, the FX9 for me has been a great um a, a great ROI return on my investment right uh okay that is it for me uh I don't think there's really anything else to talk about when it comes to ROI on equipment again like look at lenses if you're looking for a long-term ROI look at certain lighting fixtures as like a ROI right so I, I said like Titan tubes um I don't know about buy Titan tubes right now though to be honest uh they're they're even if we're used ones they're like they're gonna be fucking used, you know, and um, yeah, I don't know if that would be uh, a good thing, but um, you know, you could look at like say like an Aperture 1200D would be a great ROI, um, or, or if you're a larger rental house, like the new 2600 fixtures and the 1500 fixtures would be great. Uh, the Evoke 1200 um, or like the Dyno 650s, right? They're great. Um, uh, they're great comparators to like a SkyPanel S60 um, from from what I've seen from when I from when I've used them. Um, look at like, oh gosh, um, what else would be good? Um, I'd, I would say also like, again, like any kind of like specialty equipment, maybe it's a specialty lens or a specialty like rigging, like an overhead rig system or like a, um, uh, like a, like an automated slider system for, for, for food products or for uh, tabletop stuff. Right. Anything like that would be a better ROI than like getting a, a really expensive camera or like whatever it is, you know? Okay. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate it on iTunes podcast. I'd appreciate it. Please follow the podcast, share the podcast with everyone 
that you know, and that would help me out a lot because uh, I want to keep this podcast going as long as possible and, and actually get more people on the podcast. I have just been, it's been, it's one of two things. One is people's schedules are always different. Number two, my schedule is always different, right? So it's like, how do we, how do we find that marriage of the two? Okay. Um, and again, if you enjoy this podcast episode, let me know, shout me out on Instagram and I will catch you guys in the next podcast episode.